Hello, welcome back to Hints is in the House. This week, <laughs> wow, brought to you in really color, into it. color video. Hi. Or unless the video still isn't working. And then it's not brought no to No videos, video in which case, what video? What's that? What? I've never seen Who a video in my life. I don't know a video. I've never even seen a video. Speaking of videos... What was your childhood hobby? <laughs> so it was making we have, videos. We have the I'm Segway totally King kidding. right here. Um, okay, so this conversation will differ between the two of us because you had siblings, which means you had like built-in friends. You're I'm an sure only child. Say that. Therefore, I had to make friends with myself. Okay, I also had to make friends. <laughs> I don't know that I would consider making friends I with myself. Mean, making friends. Shout out to all my fellow only children. But your hobbies as a child are different when there's one of you than if you have multiple like people to do things with. I would, I would argue, oh, I would contest Lord. that your hobbies are the same, but at certain points you can include others in your hobbies. Never had that luxury. So. Right. But I'm just saying. One of my earliest hobbies, if you will, was collecting rocks. Something I still do. My mom used to tell me that when I was like three, I would bring home the little like gravel from the asphalt <laughs> off the playground. <laughs> like I was like Those that. Are, like, I was like that level even think about. of like, this is what. I, and I just like had them in my pockets. Like I was all about. But then obviously as I got older, I was, I was picking up the shinier rocks and the the jewel type ones and i was really into it for a while i had a couple of different books that would tell me what different rocks were anytime that we went to any amusement park or um i would i would get the little shiny rock bag if they had like a gem mine thing i was all about it like rock collecting is one of them for sure um i still find that i that that is still a thing i do today waiting on you to build me a rock shelf now all of you are my witness for Ethan to build me a shelf to display my rocks. <laughs> yeah. It's only been cool. <laughs> five years. Um, okay, yes, but there's been plenty of other things to take my time. Lumber is very expensive. <laughs> okay, you can't even be using that excuse. You've had five years. Um, other things, okay, other hobbies. Okay, but realistically, I've only had the uh, tools to do it for maybe a year two and a half. Two years now. Okay, two years. I'll give you that. This is not the point. Um, other hobbies of mine include drip candles. Y'all know what a drip candle is? Do you know what a drip candle is? So a long time ago, no. candles used to drip. Surprise. Um, but they have since manufactured, like the wax used to drip off of the candle. Since then, they've manufactured specifically candles that don't drip. Most candles now, like pillar candles, like straight up and down taper candles, those kinds, they don't drip intentionally because you don't want wax all over creation. And so they just well, tunnel down the center a, uh, and they don't drip. Candelabra. Oh my gosh. That way That doesn't doesn't is... actually catch it. I mean, it just like sits on it. Yeah, but it looks cool. It does look cool. Well, that... Look at Lumiere. How how lame would he That's be true. if he was he just, just a, if he a candlestick with nothing? Well, that brings me to my point of there are specific now candles manufactured to still you know, I drip. forgot that Ewan McGregor played the live action version of Lumiere. Oh, did he? Yeah. I forgot about wow. that. <laughs> Sidetrack. Anyway, they make candles now that are meant to drip and they come in a bunch of different colors. I got into this hobby when I lived in upstate New York. So they make York. candles. Like they used like to. Like they... 
originally were made. Correct. Um, but they're a little bit slanted, so they are intentional. Like the the top of them is cut off at an angle so that they do drip, and they come in a bunch of different colors. Does it drip? Is it dripping specifically like down one side, or does it drip on Drips all sides? All sides. Okay. Or well, it kind of depends. I was really into it in the sense of like I would move it around and I would like pin prick like a safety pin or whatever so I could direct the wax. I was it was a whole thing. Anyway, not the point. I got into this hobby when I lived in upstate New York. There is a place that you can visit. It's a drip candle store. They have the world's like longest burning drip candle. It's very, 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 very large. Um, But essentially the point with a drip candle is you take an old wine bottle or an old soda bottle and you like put the drip candle in in the top. It's a tapered candle and it's fit to that size just about. Mm -hmm. And then you light it and it, it drips down the size of the candle. And there's still like the drip candle website. This is, I'm like really thinking about it. We have our dogs that would never never work but it makes a very cool you can do it color centric so i could do like you know a colored themed one um based on the different colors that they offer and they often have them in neon i think the place is in is located in woodstock new york so that probably gives you some context to the type of people that would be doing this activity Um, woodstock was that in new york mm mm-hmm well, I don't think that the original festival was in New York, but there is a city in New York called Woodstock. Okay. That's what I was asking. Yes, sorry. Um, so Drip Candles is another one that was, you know, one of, uh, it was a hobby of mine for honestly no good reason. Um, I don't know if I had, oh, <laughs> so the year that I was 10, I was allowed to have a sleepover for the first time. And I was like, with multiple people. I feel like I'd had one-on-ones, but this, I had, I was allowed to have 10 friends over. Man, we should do a whole episode about birthday parties because your girl has got some good ones. Not the point. Your boy has got oh, no. one. <laughs> so maybe we won't do that episode. It was a SpongeBob-themed birthday. Hey, look at that. What year was it? I don't know. I was like 10. Great. So 10. Just this one minor episode about i don't think anyone slept over so i had 10 friends sleep over in the morning we did what's called perler beads i don't know if that rings a bell for anybody nope back in my day we called them fuse beads and essentially it's this craft you take these little tiny beads you put them on this little like um oh man i'm blinking it's like a template and it's got little spikes and so you like line up all the beads on the spikes and then you put um wax paper parchment paper not wax paper (laughs) parchment paper over the top and you iron them and then they fuse the beads fuse together the plastic fuses together so we did this for the first time the morning after my 10th birthday party and i quickly became an addict (laughs) i had so many of the little templates and all the different shapes i had the little books that would tell you how to make the different like animals and things that you could make out of them i was very invested in fuse beads for quite some time Hmm. Mm-hmm. that was another one of my so these are the things that only children do <laughs> very time consuming um activities that don't require um, and a little bit of parental supervision depends on how old you are um but keeps me quiet and away from yeah colorful easy tedious those were my <laughs> those were my hobbies and i don't think that think adulthood hobbies right now what i have time for what i make time for is rummaging would probably be Hmm. considered a hobby 
For those of you not in the Midwest, rummaging just means going to garage sales. <laughs> <laughs> so not rummaging through like garbage right. or in something. Flor- in Florida, we only ever called it a garage sale. Right. It was never called a rummage. Mm-hmm. I never heard that term until I got here to Sioux Falls. And so a couple of weeks ago, I was at work and I was talking to Dean and I was talking about going gar- like to garage sales and I said garage sailing <laughs> and he was like, it sounds like you're on like a boat or like you took a boat and you're like sailing a garage or something. Truly. I was like, yeah, garage sailing. I yeah. can see that. Now, um, typically in other, every other part of the country, it's called garage sailing or yard sailing or going to whatever, but here it's called rummaging and yeah. I... That's probably one of my hobbies at this point, like a thing that I diligently do and make time for all about the hunt. It reminds us of the hunt. (laughs) If you ever want to go rummaging with me, holla at your girl. I have a whole, whole system. You'll love to see it. So there's that. What are your childhood hobbies and adulthood hobbies? And I will quantify an adulthood hobby as something that you actively have to do. You can't just be like, well, I like... Because you like a lot of things that you don't do. I do. Well, I dabble. I okay. dabble. I'm a master of none. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> but so, a dabbler in many. Um, childhood hobbies. Start there. Childhood hobbies. I mean... What did you do for fun growing up? Right. That I guess we're... Yeah. For me, like a hobby is... I don't know. Maybe, I, guess, I guess a hobby as a kid is just things you like to do as a kid. Yeah. You know? And like that revolved around playing games and whatnot i mean growing up like legos is the first thing that comes to my mind like i was a really really big lego guy sorry don't you mean lego bricks no i mean legos (laughs) because i'm not dumb (laughs) i'm really sorry to anyone that's super into building with legos and it like has i mean referred to as lego bricks i apologize for you this is what i'll say at this point I still have all my Legos in Florida. Like, they're in a big box. You know, probably save them, give them to my kids, that kind of stuff. I, I'm i at the point where if if you brought me, like, a Millennium Falcon Lego and were like, hey, then you want to build this? I'd be like, yeah, sure. But then it's like, once I built it, it would be like, right, well, I'm not going to, like, play with this, you know? Like, it would sure. just be like, I'm going to build this. It'll be fun. And then I'll probably just it's take the, it apart. the building of it. That's right. the hobby. Yeah, like the puzzle. The, yeah. So growing up, that was my hobby me alex and silas were all really into legos growing up like it definitely started with me obviously being the oldest of the boys but they latched onto it and i think silas probably latched onto it well no we were all pretty into it but like silas held on obviously longer because by the time i was like getting into like high school and that kind of stuff like it just wasn't invested in legos anymore alex is the engineer now (laughs) Yeah, but like I said, we were all equally super invested in Legos sure. at a time. Like, I mean, we we each had a giant tub of Legos. Sure. Like, so it's not like it was not an exclusive thing. So that is what comes to mind for me as being the most profound <laughs> hobby as a kid. Um, we didn't really do any sports. I would have always liked to do sports, um, but... We just, I just never did. Like, and I feel like it was probably because I really wanted to play football because I really liked football, but... Your mom wasn't having it. Right, yeah, like, because I would have wanted to play, like, contact football. Right. And for those of you 
who have never seen me in real life or maybe have <laughs> forgotten what I look like in real life or for those of you who are just now looking at me for the first time in life, hello, this is what I look like. Also, you would have snapped like a twig. I'm very skinny. I've always been very, very skinny, very thin. So, yeah, I it was probably a good thing that I didn't play full contact football, especially when, like, you look at some of the people yeah. that are playing full contact football, especially in, like, high school and college. Like, some of the guys in college are, Beefy like... boys. Right. It's, like, you are, like, mm-hmm. a 30-year-old, 300-pound man, and you are playing with, like, 18-year-olds. Yeah. Like... It gets wild. Anyways. So... I never sports. really, I didn't really get to do a lot of sports. I really liked like riding my bike. Obviously, I spent a lot of time also outside. In we didn't disgusting have disgusting Florida heat, right? But I grew up in it. We had a pool, so I was constantly in the pool growing up. If you know, it wasn't storming, um, which was at four p.m. every day, <laughs> and then gone. yeah, I mean, as long as it wasn't thundering, lightning, you could still go in the pool when it was raining. And that was That's fine. True. But I spent a lot of time outside on my bike, just running around, just being outside if I wasn't playing with my Legos, obviously. Right. Um, Legos inside, everything else mm -hmm. outside. As I got older, I started, like, getting into, like, beach activities, like, specifically um, snorkeling and, like, Mm spearfishing. Like, I got really into that for a time. How luxurious to live in a place where snorkeling can be a hobby. Right. (laughs) Um... Because me and Travis got really into that for a while. Sure. And then Travis left for California. I think I said this on a podcast recently. Travis Probably. left for California. Yes, you did. And I no didn't one have any other friends to, to go snorkeling with. All of your friends wanted to swing dance. Yeah. Dude, if you're listening right now and <laughs> you're one sorry. of those friends. I didn't mean to bring up such a traumatic experience <laughs> for you. swing dancing. Oh, I have mercy. <laughs> I hated swing oh. dancing <laughs> with a passion. I still hate it because of... Like, it just, like, grabbed my friend group and was like, hey, we're swing dancing now. And I was like, hey, you want to hang out? Like, we're going swing dancing tonight. It was like, weren't you there the last four nights? Yeah, it's so fun. You want to do literally anything else? <laughs> yeah. Rip. So, I don't know. Maybe had, like, everyone not so hard gotten into it, I maybe could have given swing dancing a, a try. But For the record, when I was, like, 16 and 17, swing dancing was a popular thing that happened in the summer in North Carolina. And so when Ethan and I met, I was not, like, super into swing dancing still, but it was something that I still enjoyed. It's very fun. And so for him to have such... <laughs> like a visceral reaction to the idea of swing dancing i was like okay you have to understand i'm so sorry at the time it was literally like my entire core friend group just disappeared it wasn't that they disappeared they all just went to swing dancing and i never went and never wanted to be involved and it just was not my thing and And it was never going to be my thing no one and i wasn't going to pretend that it was going to be my thing and then no one went the only person right the only person that i can really think of who also actively didn't go swing dancing was alex Zersh. oh i was gonna say scotty well yeah scotty yeah he was mm-hmm. he was not really he was my core friend but he was he was not in, in that group. right there was like the core friend bubble and then it was like scotty was there and i was like it was like my venn diagram <laughs> <laughs> Just... <laughs> um oh, man. would you say it was like your friend diagram sure yeah i guess i have no reason to okay, sorry I maybe, was just here for the pun. Maybe we can make that the title of the podcast. I hope so. <laughs> Guys, I'm just trying really hard <laughs> to make one of the things that I say the title of the podcast. Okay. <sighs> Anyways, so also similar around that time, 
uh, for, I was in the sound booth at church. I got into that when I was in middle school. So I really got into like the AV side of the production that goes into running a service. Middle school production anyways. Yeah. At a mega church. It was Calvary. It was mega church, but it was a middle school production. But we had a ton of kids that went to middle school at that time because that was before Bob, you know, did his Bob thing and dropped a nuke and <laughs> left. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. I will not. <laughs> dropped a nuke and left. <laughs> Truly, that is what happened. Yeah. Sorry, um, anyone at Calvary Circa 2014, you know. Carry on. Yeah. So, um, so I really got into like doing sound and that kind of stuff. And so I guess that kind of became a hobby because I really like invested a lot of time mm-hmm. and thought into it. It wasn't just like, I'm going to show up like once a week. It was like, oh, I'm going to like, like look up stuff, like how to do this, how to do mm, that. I'm going to like sure. actively try and learn. You took the extra like, time. Technique. Right. It, right. It wasn't just like, I'm going to show up, I'm going to learn how to get through a service and then move on. Like mm-hmm. I, I was definitely invested I also started like learning to play bass at that time, mm. and I mainly was learning bass because Zershmeed said that he would teach me for free, and, and then no he one lied else. To you. Oh no, he did teach you. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. he taught me for free. <laughs> That's nice. No, yeah, no one else was willing to give me any sort of anyone. No one in the church was willing to give me any other sort of free lessons, lessons. for free yeah. though. Right, like everyone Here's was the thing, like, like, I get oh, it I'll if you're you. like you know outside, like if you're an instrumentalist and you're teaching from an outside thing, cool. But like within your friend group, like can you just like maybe be slightly generous and teach an instrument? Like it's not. It's also I know like, it's a time investment from you. Right, but it's like but you're like just like, help a brother out. Right, you're like a high school kid. Like, sure. and you're going to be charged, you're charging me like $60 for, for an, an hour, hour lesson. Yeah. Like, that is insanity. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. People had, but whatever. Everybody has a side hustle. So I also really got into bass. But then being in the sound booth, I, uh, we had monthly Bible studies. And there was always a uh, spiritual challenge associated with uh, sure. each month, whether it was uh, memorizing a verse or taking some portion of scripture and like applying it to your life or whatever the case may be examining your life seeing some area that needs to change like whatever it was it was you know mem- memorization of verses was a pretty popular one but we did have this one time where we had to um con- we had to build a wooden cross i don't remember mm. the exact context of the challenge itself but we had to build a wooden cross just sure. to for whatever. And so dad helped me because I was, you know, in middle school, hadn't really ever done a lot with power tools and building or anything. But we love an adult supervision. But that um, experience really uh, turned me on to woodworking, like, because I remember building the cross and like, having it all come together. And it was like a really fun experience for me. So that kind of turned me on to woodworking. And just in general, like dad was a very like, do it yourself kind of guy. Sure. Growing up. So I just learned a lot of like, around the house oddities how to fix stuff how to you know that kind of stuff like building like i learned a lot it's a very useful thing for a man to have can confirm yeah so just in general like woodworking and that kind of stuff became a pretty good um venue to you know Mm -hmm. do -hmm. stuff express some creativity um i did get into writing for a little bit Mm. that was pretty fun um, yeah, I kind of forget about all of those like creativity things as being 
hobbies, which mm-hmm. they totally are, but just like out of, it's just like falls out of my brain because I yeah. think it's so ingrained in me that I'm like, everybody does yeah. this, which is not true. Well, yeah. And it was, um, I think it was probably because I was hanging out with Alex Volman at the time and he was like really into film and writing mm. and that kind of stuff. And so, you know, having him be around like that kind of like influence right like yeah yeah. influenced me into writing my own stuff and then i had at the time my 2011 or 2013 whatever it was macbook pro and somehow for some reason it got completely reset and i lost everything that i had written because i had a bunch of stuff i had like scripts and short stories and that kind of stuff written and i couldn't back up like my hard drive wasn't backed up like nothing and the hard drive had to be wiped so i lost everything so that kind of like reset you and right like i just kind of like cold turkey stopped writing after that because it was just like it was like such a loss it was like oh like years of right and it probably wasn't honestly very good stuff because it was like it it was like high school well i'm just saying it was just like high school my first short stories types of writing but like the creative inspiration right kind of got like a wet blanket thrown on it so i stopped writing for a while um, just kind of picked it up recently in the last like year, I would say I've written a little bit more recently. Now people are going to ask to see your work. Right. But we remember when, so I had the idea for a board game and I was writing it down Yes. and I got like a couple pages in and I haven't like fully We were trying to watch out. a movie. Okay. I said, Ethan, okay, let's yes. sit down and watch this okay. movie. We can have dreams and be another conversation for another time. We'll okay. Well, what I'm that. trying to say is we'll just we were trying to. Next time watch a movie and Ethan is like furiously writing something and not paying attention to yes. the movie. And I'm like, what is going on? And he's like, I had this idea for a board game and I got to get it down right now. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. oh my gosh. Um, anyway, but then, yeah. So writing a little bit recently, but no, I don't show my work until it's done. And I'm, I'm the type of person who I can write something and get to the place where I say, this is done. Like a lot of people struggle with that where mm. they're like, sure. it's never done. It's never done. I can write a story or whatever, get to a point where I'm like, this is as good as I can or am willing to make the story. I just want and everyone this is to done. know that it's been five years and I've not read a single thing that you've written. Because it's only been like in the last year that I started writing and Even I haven't still. really like fleshed out any of my stories. It's just been in that like conceptual stage right now, like where I have an idea, I write it down. I maybe write like a page or two of a story or try and flesh out a couple of characters. Um but I haven't, I haven't invested enough time to complete anything. And the stuff that I have written down right now would be more for like large scale. I haven't yeah. really tried anything. Small scale. Right. Like a short story or something. Um, <laughs> um, so a little bit writing, but my obvious biggest hobby right now would be board gaming. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I just today, in fact, started Gloomhaven. So I've already got, I got a couple of scenarios. Can I tell people how much it costs? Because it's ridiculous. It was on sale. It doesn't matter that it was on sale. What is the retail price? The retail price? I don't know, like 120, 130. Right, this, this game is It was on sale. It was on sale for $80. That is almost a 50% reduction. That is not the point. The point is, these are the kind of games that you bring into right. my life. But think about it. This game has like... 96 scenarios i want to say campaign story what i'm hearing is that it will never end (laughs) but what you should be hearing is probably maximum like bang for buck right yeah that makes sense like 
I mean, eventually you'll get to the end. You can play scenario like random scenarios once you get to the end if you want. But like the story is a very long story. Yeah, gathered that. Yeah. Um, but a lot of lot of games. He's turning around yeah, now, looking at all of our board games. I, I really like also. It's an like, extensive collection. That will be a whole episode. Yeah, in, we we've itself. already teased the board game episode. It's not it's not yet. It hasn't come out yet and it's not quite yet. For those of you listening exclusively for that content, yeah. we know who you are and you know who you are. Do you think anyone's exclusively listening just for the board gaming podcast? Mm, they like check be. in every week, they're like, board game nope. <laughs> nope, not the one. <laughs> Dislike that. <laughs> Nobody likes that. <laughs> um but I, I, I also like the uh, like long form games like Gloomhaven, pretty long game. It's like thirty minutes per player, so that would be if you played a four-player game, it would you know be a two-hour game for one scenario. Lord have mercy. Or uh, War of the Ring, that's a couple hours for sure. Uh, I just got Twilight Imperium. That says it's four to eight hours for a game, but the uh, online it said that if you are playing and like multiple people aren't really familiar with the game or the mechanics, it can take twelve hours. So it's like that can be like a literal full day or like multiple sessions who are you playing these play? games with because it ain't me sis right sis i got uh <laughs> just i'm just telling you that right now it's not gonna happen caleb for sure caleb has expressed See, interest. he might be waiting for the board game episode right i yeah maybe uh brock is probably down for yeah, some if he of the gets games. the whole day off yeah i mean y'all just I mean, coordinate <laughs> war for the ring can be played in an evening me and silas have played war for the ring in an evening me and silas played war for the ring here's twice in one day before like here's what i need to happen i need silas to get a job in south dakota move here and then like stay in our guest room yeah or he can live in the basement under the stairs like a little gremlin we will not be doing that to you silas if you choose to move here we will not harry potter you i'm so sorry uh, okay i didn't say like harry potter i said like a gremlin <laughs> completely different arguably worse <laughs> Right, exactly. Oh, Lord have mercy. Right, Harry Potter comes out and he's like, oh, hello, so I'm a wizard. And like, Silas would come out and be like, hey, where's my food? I need a board game. <laughs> like, you know. I just want you to know, Silas, that's not how I think of you at all. It, that's not how I think of him right now. But if you lived under our stairs like a gremlin. Okay. Um, I would not do that to so you. So board gaming, I've also recently been getting into ultimate, not ultimate frisbee. I was really into ultimate frisbee. <laughs> what a time. I, <laughs> I remember the days we were yeah. all into ultimate frisbee yeah. at one point. I would just like to say me and Travis started that, but whatever. Anyone okay. can have their own opinion. Yeah, in the Florida epic, but you had nothing to do in North Carolina. Yeah, well, me and Travis started that at Calvary. We were the... The OG. Yeah. There were a couple other people, I guess, too, but I mean, it was me and Travis. Just, just you can argue to give want, credit where credit is due. Um, Frisbee golf. I've yes. really gotten into frisbee golf. There's just, such a limited window for that in South Dakota. There's a limited window for everything outside in South Dakota, Where, unless outside, unless like snow shoveling. It's true. Is your well, hobby. like I would say snowboarding. Like if you have, if Even, you have snow activities, ice skating, snowboarding, um, if anything you have to do indoor with, activities, you're fine. Yeah, right. Anything but you outdoor. outdoor yeah. You're limited to about. But even like even like stuff like snowboarding and that kind of stuff, like it depends. It has to be cold enough for one right. the snow to stay. Yeah. It either has to snow or if they're gonna make and artificial the snow. The snow can't be super packed because that is right. Yeah, you can't get terrible. ice. Like it has yeah. to be snow. So it's a very tricky window of your best bet in South Dakota is to have indoor hobbies. <laughs> yeah. And if you do have outdoor hobbies, you've got about three months where they're mm -hmm. good. But I've been uh. I've been watching videos recently on uh, disc golfing and like how to be 
more accurate and just because like i'm used to like you know like yeah. throwing a frisbee like ultimate frisbee very different than sure. disc golf and disc golfs are smaller harder they have a like thinner ridge so they can like cut through the air they have different numbers for like speed and for oh, what's the other one it's like speed and glide and tilt and just fade something like that so there's like i'm researching that like because it's different for if you like throw forward uh if you throw backhand or like forward hand and if you're righty or lefty there's different numbers because it'll the frisbee will self-correct a little bit at the end of flight all kinds of very involved so though my my main hobbies right now i would classify it as board games number one and disc, and golf. disc golf. And I can attest to that. Those are two, two things that you actively do. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. job. Proud of you. I wouldn't classify like woodworking or gardening as hobbies for you right now. No. Those are things you Those like things to do. I like to do. But you just don't do them. Yeah. Like I love baking. Mm-hmm. I haven't baked in quite some time. Can't confirm. <laughs> Rip my life. <laughs> no cookies. What a time. This has been a long episode, I can tell you that. It's, we're at almost 30 minutes right now. Oof. Sorry in advance to anyone that doesn't want to listen that long. I hope you I'm stay until sorry. the end. Okay. If you didn't want to listen that long and you've listened that long, gotcha. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, well, thanks and for... if you did want to listen that long, you're, you're welcome. Um, and if you want even more of us... Just play the episode again. Right. Or tune in next week for the next one. Or just play it again. Great. Or like play it in reverse or play it at like half speed. Or can you, you have all of these ideas. Yeah. I got, I'm, dumb, I'm full of ideas. I'm full of them. <laughs> Maybe you should write them down. They're, they're dumb. Oh, Lord have mercy. All right. Well, thanks for this. It's been great. This has Thank been great. Thank you for watching us. Liking, commenting, our... and subscribing as the YouTubers yes, say. Smash that like button. You know. Take a just take a jackhammer to it. Just, just take it, then maybe take like it out back with a baseball bat and just like sledgehammer. But sure, jackhammer is fine. Yeah, yeah. Run it over with your car, maybe. Okay, well that's like a little much. Yeah. Then take it and like tie it up and ditch it in. We are. The I bay. just want to say right now we are not liable if anything. If you do any of these things to your own device, you're supposed to do it to the like button. Right on your device. You don't hurt the computer. You just kill the like button. I don't. I don't think that. Okay, great. This has been lovely. Adios. Hasta luego. Arrivederci. Get some hobbies and do something that you enjoy. Exactly. Reflect on your own childhood hobbies. Whatever brought you joy as a child. And do that now. Yeah. If it's building Legos, no shame. Unless... If it's perler beads, maybe a little Hobby shame. Lobby. Okay, first of all, <laughs> Hobby Lobby, discounts. If it's rummaging, hit me up. You know? Whatever, whatever it is, life is too short to not do things that make you happy. Yeah. And that's on that. Bye. See ya.